And this morning we are going to be talking about the Holy Spirit and the harvest. Can we celebrate the Holy Spirit? Oh, clap for the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Please have your seat with joy in your faces and in your heart. God is good. And all the time. This morning we are preaching together to so make sure that you write notes. Please write some notes. And where a word of prophecy comes, do well to shout a good amen. It means that you agree to what God is saying and it shall come to pass in your life. In the name of Jesus. Now this morning I'll be teaching. I'll say it's teaching, not much of preaching, but teaching. Because I try to outline a few things which I want to share. This month is our month of rescue too. Amen. The rescue too. And um, people of God, we are putting forth the sickle to bring in the harvest. We are bringing in the harvest. Hallelujah. And God is going to use you to accomplish that mightily. In the name of Jesus Christ. And Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Amen and amen. Now our key scriptures, please write the scriptures down. Our key scriptures, Luke chapter 24 verse 49. Luke chapter 24 and verse 49. We thank God for Pastor Stanley. Wonderful teaching this morning with great examples. We celebrate you, sir. God bless you so much. And he's been teaching Thursdays for the past one, one month. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you've been missing the Thursday service, please repent. Repent. Amen. If, if your neighbor by your side has not been come for Thursday, Tell the person repent. What about if you had one who is not even coming? How will you say it? Acts chapter 1 and verse number 8. Just write them down. So Luke 24, 49, Acts 1, 8. Acts 1, verse 8. Acts of the Apostles, verse 1, verse uh, chapter 1, verse 8. Acts of the Apostles, 1, verse 8. Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. And then also write down Luke chapter 4, verse 1. Luke chapter 4, verse 1, verse 14 to verse 19. Did you get that? So Luke chapter 4, verse 1, comma, and then verse 14 to 19. And finally, Isaiah chapter 61 and verse 1 to 4. Now we're going to read all the scriptures. It's beautiful reading the Bible. Okay? Now, so our first scripture is in the book of Luke chapter 24 and verse 49. Now, the background of this verse of scripture can be looked at from Matthew 28 verse number 15 to 18. Matthew 28 verse number 15 to 18. And then you can also add Mark chapter 16 verse number 16 to 18 alright so for you to appreciate this very scripture you have to look at these two other scriptures I've mentioned now Jesus said in the scriptures I've mentioned earlier on he talked about you know the disciples going forth to preach the gospel making disciples of all nations healing them that are sick and all of these signs shall follow them he mentions that in the book of matthew 28 and verse 16 down and then mark 16 verse 16 to 18 and um, even in the book of luke he still gives some instructions but my focus is the verse number 49 it said behold i send the promise of my father upon you but 
tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. And then in Acts chapter 1 verse number 8, uh, let's go there today. We are reading a lot of scriptures. Do you love it? I guess some of you did not read your Bible through the week. Is this going to help you? Hallelujah. Praise God. God is good. And all the time, hallelujah. Praise God. My tab decided to freeze. I don't know which of you's family has come around, but it will not work. Hallelujah. Praise God. Acts 1 and verse 20 says that, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. Amen. And in Acts chapter 10 and verse number 38, let's go there. Acts chapter 10 and verse number 38. And then we'll put everything together by God's grace. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Amen. I will summarize that of Luke 4, 1, 14 to 19 and 61 of Isaiah verse 1 to 4. So actually, um, um, Luke 4, 1, Bible says, and Jesus Christ returned in and returned or led by the Holy Spirit to the wilderness. So the Spirit of God led him. He being full of the Spirit was led to the wilderness. Verse number 14, the Bible says, and he returned in the power of the Spirit. And when you read down, when he had to read the scriptures, he only repeated what was in Isaiah chapter 61, verse 1 to 4, where he says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Why all these scriptures? It is important for us to know that the Lord will not require of us success in the work he has given us without equipping us. The Lord will not require of us success in a work he has not equipped us for. God will never give you an assignment and will not equip you for the assignment. He is the Lord of the harvest. Therefore, anything needed to bring in the harvest, he has provided. He is the Lord of the harvest. Therefore, anything that is required to make us successful and our success is being able to bring in the harvest that is a success note this one down to god has given us his spirit the holy spirit for the success of this work i hope you're writing it is therefore important for us to get to know the holy spirit now the scriptures we read will let you understand something that all through the Bible, right from the Old Testament to the New Testament, God will never call a person and does not allow his spirit by power to be on the person to fulfill his work. You have to know this from today. If you knew it, it's okay to remind yourself. If you never knew it, you're getting to know now. 
that you cannot do the work of God without God. It is impossible to do God's work with your strength. It will not work. It's not possible. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can only do God's work with God. And that is why God ensures that he equips you and he does that by his spirit. So in the Old Testament examples you see, you see um, 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 brother Moses, you see Samson, you see all kinds of people that God called them and then he allowed his spirit to be upon them and the, the spirit of God gave them power to ensure that what God has told them to do can be done and be fulfilled. It is important we all have this mentality. God's work is God's work. Without God, you cannot do God's work. Human intelligence cannot do it. You have troubles. Praise God. And so you realize that this is what God in the Old Testament and you see in the life of Jesus. That's what we read in the book of Luke chapter 4 verse 1. Even Jesus, the word made flesh had to wait to be endued by power of the Holy Spirit. Jesus never did ministry without the Holy Spirit. Showing us an example that we cannot do the work of God without the Holy Spirit. So in verse 1, he is filled with the spirit. But the spirit leads him to wait. So that he can be endued with the spirit. And it's confirmed in Acts chapter 10 verse 38. That God anointed. Now to anoint means to rub on. In other words, just as some of our sisters. Before you came to church, you had your bath maybe in about 5 minutes. And then the next 20 minutes was robbing time you are anointing your skin means you are laying upon your skin that particular cream and so what picture comes to mind when I look at that scripture is that God robbed Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit and with power and so wherever Christ came to the spirit and power was seen when God robs you with his spirit and with power Wherever you appear, you behave like God. I thought an army would have been good there. Hallelujah. So Jesus Christ now tells them, yes, I say go to the world. Wing souls, do that, do that. But it says wait, wait until you are endued with power. Because even me, I had to wait. So you have to wait. Any effort of man to convert a soul will end in futility. Do you know why? Because anyone that is not born again is dead. Ephesians chapter number 2 verse 1 gives you the profile of anyone who is not born again. Let's go there and see the profile. So in case you are like that, it means you are not born again. You must give a life before we finish the service. Hallelujah. Some time ago I watched a zombie movie. Zombie. Is how they move. If they smell blood, they all move. You kill one, if you shoot them, they won't die. They move like that. If God was to open our spirit man 
and you were to stand at Shashide and look at the human beings crossing is almost as zombies zombies now because a lot of us have not learned to bring the gospel to them they have beaten you that's why you are canal or my cow it's like vampires the movie we watch when they when they bite you they impart to you what they carry if we fail to tell them about christ they will bite us we'll become like them that's why you are wondering how come somebody's in church and he's so worldly he's been beaten by zombies in town you spend monday to saturday with zombies so your life is nowhere close to a living being mm. some of you the zombies beat your neck some of you your hand when you enter the office and they were, they were talking something that was not serious and you join them they bite you but I pray that from today you'll be conscious of who you are that you bring life to. he says that and he made us he made a life who were dead. Now he's writing the church in Ephesus. Telling them what their status was before they encountered Christ. So if this was their past. Then this is the present of anyone without Christ. Are you with me? And you he made alive. It means who were dead in trespasses. And sin. Continue sir. In which you once walked according to the course. The, when you watch the zombie movies. This way they walk. It's like somebody's controlling them. So anyone without Christ, somebody controlling them, it says that they walk according to the course of this world. So they are in leadership, they are greedy. And they say there's no money. They will not do what they have to do. The person is praying in tongues. He enters into place of governance and he's forgotten everything. Zombie beat them. According to the prince of the power of the air. Now, if you see this thing, what makes you think that with your eloquence you can save somebody you know I, I come from a special place and there we have the word of God in our spirit man according to Romans chapter 3 and verse 23 the word of God says and you know something that must I don't do anything it's not plenty talk it's not plenty talk because they are still, the guy is dead have you ever gone for a funeral and you went like Charlie but you why did that without telling me and the guy said so bros I had to go I had to go wouldn't they run from there a dead man can't hear the conversations of the living. So anyone not born again is dead. It will take a supernatural force to cause them to hear what you are saying and then respond to it. Are you with me at all? I am trying to let you understand the need for the ministry of the Holy Spirit to be acknowledged by you and I. Else we will ask you, how many people do you speak about Christ this week? Ah, sir. <laughs> From Mon Monday, I spoke to five. Tuesday, I spoke to ten. Um, on Wednesday, fifteen. It's just increasing every day because the path of righteous man is a shining light. Where are they? I don't know. But when the Lord, by His Spirit, through you, communicates Christ to a person, it's like a magnet. Do you understand what I say? Appetite for sin will die. A longing for righteousness to arise in them. Because when I got born, I started longing for God's word. So I don't understand how somebody you preach to, when we preach to them, we still have to follow. And they don't, they don't it means me back, means me back. Something is wrong. Are, are you with me here? Praise God. 
So Jesus Christ says, yes, no, I've sent you, but this is the situation. You need the Holy Spirit. Because this is their criteria. This is there. Huh? The Spirit who now works the children of disobedience. Continue to verse, the next verse. And we stop there. Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. Anyone who has not accepted the lordship of Jesus Christ. <laughs> the Bible says they are called children of what? Wrath. Hello? If you were to go to the village or maybe any house where they use wood for fire. When you meet the wood that is dry there, it is a wood for fire. Children of wrath until Christ enters them they are already ordained for wrath that's why it's a rescue we want to tell them we want to change your status you are not a child of wrath you are one whom God loves you are one whom God has paid the price for please are you getting this whole thing so the Holy Spirit is so important because without it can be done who is the Holy Spirit number one he is the spirit of God. He is the spirit of God. Genesis chapter 1 verse number 2. I don't have much time so. He is the spirit of God. Number 2. He is the third person of the Godhead. And that is said because of Matthew 28 verse 19. Let's read that please. Matthew 28 verse 19. Say Holy Spirit. Say with me. Say Holy Spirit. I yield unto you. Oh hallelujah. Go therefore make disciples of all the nations. Baptizing them in the name of the Father. And of the Son. And of the Holy Spirit. So what is mentioned there, we see he's mentioned as the third. Doesn't mean he is the least. He's not the least. Today is not the day to talk about the doctrine of the Trinity. We just want to talk about the Holy Spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. If your neighbor is dozing, say, neighbor, thou dozest not. Hallelujah. Jesus calls him the comforter. Give me the amplified version for John chapter 14 verse 16 to 18 so the first point who is the holy spirit he is the spirit of god hallelujah and he is the third person of the godhead and number three jesus calls him the comforter now look at what the amplified does here so beautiful amplified always amplifies the scripture and i will ask the father and he will give you another comforter what does that mean you know, the Greek language is so rich that one word can mean several things. It's so pregnant. And so that is what Amplified is trying to do. Amplified is trying to uh, let us know the other expressions of that word. And what is the number one? Counselor. Hallelujah. It calls him the helper. People of God, there are only two personalities in the scriptures called helpers. The woman and the Holy Spirit. Thank God we're talking about the Holy Spirit today. Mother's Day. He's the helper. He's the intercessor. 
He is the advocate. He is the strengthener. <laughs> is anybody weak in your inner man here? Just go to him. He will strengthen on the inside of you. He is the standby. Anytime I think of the standby, I think of a generator. I think of an automatic generator. When ECG does his miracle, then it just comes on. He's a standby. It means, people of God, you are not weak. You are not weak. No, you are not weak. Do you understand? You are not what? You are not weak. Hallelujah. I said you are not weak. Hallelujah. The only reason David could encourage himself in the Lord was because the Lord was with him. You can never encourage yourself without him being there. He's the encourager. Hallelujah. It's not a self-motivation talk. No, it's a reality. Praise God. Anybody down here, come up. Anybody down here, come up. How do you come up? Because the Holy Spirit is right there. Stand by. Praise the name of Jesus. You're going through life and life seems so tough, rugged, you're looking torn down. Come on. Don't allow that tearing down. Like Peter. He is the one that told to walk upon the waters. If you are sinking, call the one that called you to walk on the waters. He's by your side. He's by your side. Hallelujah. He said that he may remain with you forever. Oh, remain with you for one month. Remain with you for one week. Ten years. Two years. Fifteen years. What does the Bible say? Remain with you forever. Say the Holy Spirit is with me forever. So people of God, that answers the question of feelings. You do not walk with the Spirit by feelings. Hello. Oh, pastor, I don't know. Pastor, have you ever gone through the experience whereby you feel like God has left you? No. No. My body may feel that way. But what does his word say? He said he will be with me forever. I don't have to feel. I have to know. It's a knowing. Praise God. Oh, praise God. The church here is quiet. Praise God. The day that I and my wife got married, we just talked. You see, and during marriage times, you have the couple here. The priest is standing here and he tells the man, say this to her. You to say this. Where are the rings? Then he prays for them. They turn, face the congregation, and he says, I hereby pronounce you. They have not done anything. No. All they have done is talking. I hereby pronounce you, husband and wife. So both of them have to accept it by faith, their husband and wife. What is the proof, the ring, and the witness that are there? So you don't feel marriage on your marriage day. You know married, and then you grow into it. Do you get my point? So you don't feel. You've, you've, not, you've not done anything. But they have told you that you are hereby. That before that day, you, you, you couldn't kiss. If you did. If you did, you feel some way. And for those of you that, that perhaps have cooked your conscience. Because for you, kisses are a sin. It's a new. So, what's your name? 
Because you have cooked your conscience. After all, the Bible never said we should not kiss. Paul Cracker said, kiss them with the brother. Is that brotherly love kiss? Personally, I think I, I, now I'm against kissing the bride during during the wedding because you guys are fake. You have been doing it. That's why you could do it. We can tell because by the way you turn the lady's head. Don't tell me it's movies. It's not movie. You have been moving all this while. The way you turn the head and then you now begin to uh uh-uh, no this guy you are not a novice. Guy, you have been doing it. <laughs> Some try to say hug and go away. Whatever you are, you just take your this thing away. Don't come and disgrace yourself. You only know you are told. Then you now begin to live from the acceptance of what was pronounced. And then you come to a point in marriage where you have not seen your wife, but I, I think my wife is around. I feel she's around. From the knowing. You built on it by fellowship and now you come to a place where even your feelings have become a knowing. Do you get the whole idea? So the Holy Spirit is not with you by feelings. It's by what his word says. His word says that he will be with us. Is that okay with us people of God? Hallelujah. Are you, are you here with me? He was known by the early church as the fulfillment of the promise of Jesus. And there are several scriptures. Write them down. I'm not going to read it. Write them down quickly. You can check them when you get to the house. Acts chapter 2 verse 14 to 16. Acts 2 14 to 16. Joel 2 28 to 29. Where the prophet says that in the last days I will pour my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters shall prophesy. And it goes on like that. Then Acts chapter 1 verse number 4. And then add Acts chapter 2, verse 33 and 39. Hallelujah. Where Paul tells them that that promise the Father gave, this is what has been fulfilled here. Not that we are drunk, but it's been fulfilled. It's been fulfilled. Hallelujah. The next point, he is the presence of the Godhead on the earth realm. Indwelling the new creation. So, God the Father, God the Son, is present on this earth right now by his spirit. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 6, he says that don't you know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. People of God, God has always longed to be with man. People of God, the way God longs to be with you, you don't have that same longing. No matter how longing you are longing for God, your longing is not because of God's longing for you. God longs to be with you. It's so serious. We see it in Genesis chapter 3, that God will come in the cool of the day to be with man. Even after man fell, he sought for somebody to be with. And therefore Enoch walked with God and was not. You run down, just keep coming. God is always seeking for a man to be with. God always wants to be with man. Do you know why people go to hell? Because they rejected God's company. 
<laughs> the greatest sin we can sin is to ignore God's company. How do you feel like if you were to go to a friend's house to visit the person because you love the person and you were so excited, you were knocking the door, you could not wait to see the smile when the door was opened and the person opens the door. Ah, you're welcome. You, you go like, is everything okay? Yeah, I'm okay. okay. You're welcome. Sit down. You want any water? Hey. Please, have I offended you? Oh, no, no, no. I'm just not in the mood. Then the person brings you sachet water and goes to her bedroom and is there. And there's no light. So no TV. You're just there. You came because of that person. And the person has ignored your presence. How do some of us feel when you greet somebody and the person doesn't answer you? Or the person sees you and passes away? I wait, who's that guy? That's, that, that, that warned him. <laughs> Everybody here hates to be ignored. We hate it. We, we hate it. We don't like it. Even those that claim that me, me, I don't care. Oh boy, you care. Because after you left the place, you went to think about it. What is happening? Why? Do you feel that because that is the nature of God in you. So how does God feel when you and I wake up in the morning, we don't talk to him. We walk through the day, we don't talk to him. And the only time he hears from us, you know those friends that only call you when they have a need? Like when you see their call, you know, ah, mm -mm. I have friends be like that. I don't see them. When I see them, I'm so happy. But later I realize, no, no. They only call when they need something. When they start the call, Hey, how are you? It's been a long time. I know cool. He has a wife. He has ministry. Hey, have you seen your programs? I say, oh, bless God, bless God. At the end, it's like Lisa's uh, uh, pool. The white is at the end. Actually, I was trying to put this program together. I needed you. That is why he's calling me. And a lot of us are like that. We call only when we have a need. So we call and come to God only when we have a need. God always wants to be with man. It's so serious that he had to make sure he dealt well with Pharaoh just so that he can have you come and have a date with him. God always wants a date. <laughs> Turn him to neighbor. God always wants a date. He told Moses, build a tabernacle because I want to be amongst my people. Even after the tabernacle was over, it was a shadow of what is to come. In Solomon, he built a temple. But God said, the time is coming. I will build a temple not made of the hands of men. I, the Lord, will make it. That temple is Christ Jesus. And you and I are in that temple. And in that temple, the Holy Spirit dwells there. That is why he's called Emmanuel. Emmanuel. I hear I am in man dwells. That's what I hear. I am in man. He dwells. God tabernacles. He said, and the word became flesh. The word became flesh and dwells. That word dwells is tabernacled amongst us. Ah. The Holy Spirit is not a wind. So when you watch uh, Kumawood, when he's around, they say, 
So because of that, when you come to church, if you don't sense any wind, God wasn't in the service today. And then you see the, the Holy Bible will be glittering with light. He is not fire. He is not fire. He is not a dove. How can you use the whole God to an animal? He is not a dove. He's not a bird. But his operations can be windy. His operations can be fiery. His operations can be dovey. So you look at the dove. How the dove behaves. Gentle. Doesn't like strife. That's how he is. When the dove says something to fly away. In your own case, he will not leave you, but you'll be quiet. We are coming there. I'll be done soon. He is not a falling down. Say, <laughs> so how was the service today? Ah, you missed the service? Ah, you missed it. God was in. How do you know God? Hey! When the worship was going, people were just falling from the back to the front, back to the front. Ushers were busy catching people, wrapping them. Means the power of God was in the place. People of God, God can move in so much quietness that no single soul will fall to the ground, but anything standing against their destiny will fall to the ground. And in the same vein, people can fall, and God has not even come there. I have been to meetings. I go for a lot of programs. I've been to meetings. When I entered the service, I sensed that Jesus was not around. But they were crying, oh. Ah. Music touches the soul. So we'll cry. Look at the song that Sister Stacy was singing today. Oh, you can see. Look at her nice voice. Say, ah. Hey, present worship. No. Oh, my, my, my basa. Sometimes, sometimes we the young ministers can have all the dynamics but the dynamics of the spirit is absent. An elderly man who is walking with the Holy Ghost comes with a crooked voice, not on key. He leads just the first line. We all feel that we have to repent. It's not a voice. So it's not a falling down. Don't judge the presence of the Spirit of God in the meeting by how many people are falling down. You make a mistake. There's a church I know. That's the longest church I've been in. The man of God will stand on the altar. Huh? That place you will not fight in tomorrow for catching evil. In fact, if they catch you in tomorrow, there, you're in trouble. The man stands there. In five minutes, HIV AIDS is gone. No matter. Amen. Receive your twins. Amen. That demon is off your home. Amen. Give a Lord a clap of it. Crack, 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 crack. Sunday testimony time. I was in church on Sunday. I was diagnosed of HIV, and Papa prayed, and it vanished. Look at us. We are falling every time. But no, the only miracle we come to testify about, I went to work and I came back. Nonsense. Why? Because that's how we see. We think of the move of God. So you come to church and there's no bassist. There's no drama. There's no keyboards. And we are singing. And then they are swearing at the crowd. You are missing the point. 
The Holy Ghost does not need microphones. He does not need, he doesn't need lighting. He can move when he wants to move. He's God. Are you with me? That church, the miracles are happening there. Just recently, they are going to build a hundred thousand capacity auditorium. They call it the Ark. And the man of God was sharing. Praise God. I just got a check from somebody. A check of one million naira, uh, one million dollars, and also two million dollars. That's how God does his things. They're getting the money. They are getting the money. No fundraising. Do you know why? The word is respected. The Holy Ghost is reversed in that place. If we can do that here, we will not have time to raise funds in this church. I get my point. And yet, you will give your money, not because you are giving to the church. You know what you are doing. People of God, give the Holy Ghost a chance. In this season of harvest, without the spirit, people of God, we shall work from morning to night. Nothing will happen. But with him, it works. So it's not falling down. The purpose of the presence of the Holy Spirit in and with the saint is not for the saint. Mm. Oh, I love this one. Benjamin, I'm sure it came to me. The Holy Spirit is not given because of you. It's because of kingdom agenda. <laughs> so you see a lot of young ministers in our days, especially the prophets. Mami strings, strings. Charlie, mami strings. You know that pastor that insulted the people. <laughs> Holy Ghost, move, move there, move. Holy Ghost, move. He's your servant. The Holy Ghost, is your servant. Move, move, move. Yes, that's that person. One, two, three. One. You better one, two, three, five times. Why? Wrong mentality. I went to an all night recently. Daddy, I was ministering. When I was done preaching, I made them pray. We prayed, and I said, backache is gone right now. I see asthma vanishing. This court issue has been handled. They were just looking there. Amen. I said, wait a minute. You are used to a prophet who will call you by name. Mention the thing, but before you accept it, if you know what has happened here, you would better shout a good amen to help you. People of God, um, a New Testament prophet doesn't portray himself. He portrays Christ. Uh, the New Testament prophet doesn't do gimmicks. Are you hearing me? That's why you must learn to walk with the Holy Ghost. So you can know when he's doing something and you can be able to plug in immediately. Hallelujah. There are some of you, hey, this might sound very interesting, but there are some of you, your marriage, your marriage came when that word came and it hit you and you had the leading drop a seed and you said, uh -huh, that's when the marriage passed. Because you are waiting for the man of God to say, Ran Tobalabontiva. Ah, I see your husband. It's coming. It's coming. Take it. Take it. You won't take anything here. You better be sensitive and take what you have to take. A lot of insensitive Christians. That's why you come to church. 
The one standing here says, go to five people. Tell them that God is doing a miracle now for you. Hey, mommy, you're looking nice. So, is that what you're told to say? Now, for some of you, you feel that you've come to a new church. You don't know anybody, so you're you are diplomatic. Hey, listen, listen, listen. When you enter any garden of the saints, you are not a visitor. You have just entered an aspect of your house. When you become born again, we are only one house. But there's bathroom, kitchen, restroom, guest room, dining hall, shoe room, garage. The place. Are you with me? So you enter and say, like, don't, 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 I'm shy. They say, go around. No, you know. It's your first time here? Yes, please. They say, go to five people. Tell that person that this morning God will do something new. Like, people of God, don't you know? We seriously brother, God will do something for you. Sister, hey, find a welcome. When we close, you can look fine. When you enter a place of destiny transformation, you don't behave diplomatic. Else you'll be in diplomatic poverty till your dying day. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Hallelujah. Hmm. Hey, well. <laughs> the Holy Spirit is here not for you. It's for the kingdom. Number two, he is here in the saints to dispense the life of God and invade the world with the kingdom life and culture. The Holy Spirit, number one, is here for kingdom agenda. Number two, the Holy Spirit is here in the saint to dispense the life of God and invade the world with kingdom life and culture. People of God, what we are talking about evangelism, man, people of God, it's not only when you carry the Bible and you start talking, receive Christ. It's, <laughs> there are other things. Oh. There are other things. The way you are doing the work you are doing, you are doing the way you are doing the way they are doing it. But it's a kingdom way of doing it. You have refused, and this is what I hear, you know, Christian businessmen say. This is business. Let's put spirituality aside. Jesus is Lord. Let's put. It's like um, let me find somebody I'm using it. Um, Jehovah. Jehovah says that no, no. What we're talking about? Let's put the woman aside. Let me be a man. How is that possible? Then brother Leslie says, This thing I'm talking about, no, no, let's put man aside, let me be a woman. It's not possible. Are you transgender? No. Spirituality is not in your Bible in the office. Spirituality is not looking pious in the office and praying in tongues while you are going down the corridor to submit the fire. That's not spirituality. Spirituality is the activity. In the life of a saint that makes him manifest Christ in his daily living. I can't remember. <laughs> Spirituality is the activity of the Holy Spirit in the saints that makes him manifest Christ in his daily living. That's spirituality. Heeding to the Holy Spirit. That's spirituality. It's not how long you have prayed in tongues. Finally, on that one, 
he is here to reveal Christ to the world through the church quickly let me run through this quickly sorry daddy for taking extra time <laughs> I know he will remind me later <laughs> now what does he do in with and through the spirit what does he do talking about the workings of the spirit somebody said the workings of the holy spirit i didn't hear from this side of the church i didn't hear from this side i didn't hear from this side now everybody say the workings of the holy spirit now when it comes to what he does in the saint number one he births in the saint a desire and will and passion for the harvest amen Hallelujah. Praise God. So the spirit of God does in and with and through. And I believe we'll have the time again to go through that. But let's end on this note. Listen carefully. Are you with me? Are you with me? Now close and say Holy Spirit. Say Holy Spirit. Work your work in me. Lift your voice and pray that prayer in the name of Lord Jesus. Oh, I can't hear you pray. I can't hear you pray. Work your work in me. I can't hear you pray. Work your work in me. In Jesus' mighty name. Now look at me, people of God. Look at me, people of God. Without the Holy Spirit, the holy work cannot be done. Are you with me? We are helpless without the Holy Spirit. We are helpless. We are helpless. It is time for you and I to understand that this Christian work and the Christian work is not possible without the Holy Spirit. We must come to a place to yield ourselves to his ministry. Are you with me? Doesn't matter how you are. Doesn't matter your weaknesses. Doesn't matter what your flaws are. When you allow the Holy Ghost in your life, he will put you in your right shape. And your right potential rise to your feet, people of God. Hallelujah. The Lord will permit us again to continue the teachings. We still have a lot more to share from there. But I trust you were blessed by the word. Were you blessed by the word? Did you receive something? Are you going to walk with it? As you are living, you're going to walk with it. Hallelujah. So, what you have to remember is very simple the work of God cannot be done without. God is the one that does the work and he does it by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 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 And you know the beautiful thing? He's not far away from you. He's right there inside of you. He's right there with you. Oh, can you acknowledge him by praying? Just talk to him. Oh, be very sincere and be very, be very conscious. Be very conscious of him. He's right here with us. I like